This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the origin of fear. And I had run across a piece that I had saved from a long time ago when I very first came to Hawaii. I had read uh, this very little book from Eckhart Tolle. It's a small one called Practicing the Power of Now. And I had this particular chapter earmarked, and I want to share it with you today. So let's get right to it. Let's get to the origin of fear. Eckhart Tolle says, The psychological condition of fear is divorced from any concrete and true immediate danger. It comes in many forms, unease, worry, anxiety, nervousness, tension, dread, phobia, and so on. This kind of psychological fear is always of something that might happen, not of something that is happening now. You are in the here and now, while your mind is in the future. This creates an anxiety gap. And if you are identified with your mind and have lost touch with the power of simplicity of the now, that anxiety gap will be your constant companion. You can always cope with the present moment, but you cannot cope with something that is only a mind projection. You cannot cope with the future. Now, I want to just say that is all of our teaching here, right? This is what we talk about. This idea of our lives being lived in our minds in the future is so anxiety producing. And when you have been caught up and oversensitized enough to be in what we call anxiety panic, you know, you really have to guard about where you're at, where your thoughts are at, where am I at, and be in the present moment as often as you can. And it takes practice. We always talk about that. But I'm going to read on a little bit more. Eckhart Tolle goes on to say, Moreover, as long as you are identified with your mind, the ego runs your life. Because of its phantom nature, 
And despite elaborate defense mechanisms, the ego is very vulnerable and insecure, and it sees itself as constantly under threat. This, by the way, is the case even if the ego is outwardly very confident. Now remember that an emotion is the body's reaction to your mind. What message is the body receiving continuously from the ego, the false mind-made self? Danger. I am under threat. And what is the emotion generated by this continuous message? Fear, of course. Okay, and I want to go on to say anxiety. That's where we end up in constantly feeling that sense of impending doom that, oh no, what's next? What's going to happen? What, you know, what can I do? Scanning the horizon to take care of, of any possible danger, anything that might come up in the future. Instead of handling, as we always talk about here, being able to actually handle what's happening, the now. I hear over and over again, uh, both in the group and with private clients, the um, the worry about the future and how am I going to deal with this and what if this happens. And these very same people have incredible ability to deal with what is right in front of them. You have that ability too. You can deal with what life is placing in front of you in the moment. Because just as Eckhart Tolle was saying here earlier, you can't, you can't deal with your imagination. You, that's all in the future. It's imagining. It's not real. But with, with the things that are right in front of you, you are always able to handle. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical-grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's read on a little bit more. Eckert goes on to say, Fear seems to have many causes. Fear of loss, fear of failure, fear of being hurt, and so on. But ultimately, all fear is the ego's fear of death, of annihilation. To this ego, death is always just around the corner. In this mind-identified state, fear of death affects every aspect of your life. For example, even such a seemingly trivial and normal thing as the compulsive need to be right in an argument and make the other person wrong, defending the mental position with which you have identified, is due to the fear of death. If you identify with a mental position, then if you are wrong, your mind-based sense of self is seriously threatened with annihilation. So you, as the ego, cannot afford to be wrong. To be wrong, then, is to die. Wars have been fought over this, and countless relationships have broken down. Now, uh, yes, isn't that what we're dealing with? That fear, that f- and it always comes down to the fear of death. And it isn't so much, a lot of people will say, uh, well, I'm not afraid to die, but it isn't that death. It isn't the death of the physical being that is the fear. It is that ego f- death, that f- peace that he's talking about here of the fear of failure, of being hurt, and so on. And that is the ego's fear of death, of being the annihilation, right? Let's go on and read just a little bit more here. The mind always seeks to deny the now and to escape from it. In other words, the more you are are identified with your mind, the more you suffer. Or you may put it like this. The more you are able to honor and accept the now, the more you are free of pain, of suffering, and free of the egoic mind. That's exactly what we are working on here when we are talking about being present, being in the moment, and doing the practices that can help us to have little glimmerings of that. We can find that in meditation, in prayer, in being, in being with nature. And so in that way, we're able to honor and accept the now and and be free of pain and suffering. So that's what we're talking about when we always are mentioning, did you meditate today? How's your meditation going? What are you doing to be mindful and stay in the moment? We're talking about an ability to be able to honor and accept the now and to be with it 
And the more that you can do that, you are free of pain and suffering. So I'm going to read just a little bit more here. Now Eckert goes on to say, to be identified with your mind is to be trapped in time. The compulsion to live almost exclusively through memory and anticipation. This creates an endless preoccupation with past and future and an unwillingness to honor and acknowledge the present moment and allow it to be. The compulsion arises because the past gives you an identity and the future holds the promise of salvation, of fulfillment in whatever form. Both are illusions. So I want to stop there because this is a great point that he makes of living either in the past or in the future and totally denying the now where all our power is, where life is actually happening. And I love the point that he makes here that both the past and the future are illusions because they're not here. And that does not mean that we don't plan. That does not mean that we don't enjoy memory, but we do both planning and memory in the now, right? We want to bring it into the now. We want to be aware. We want to be cognizant of what we're doing versus just free floating into looking for future. What is it that he, that he says here? Um, the future holding the promise of salvation, of fulfillment in whatever, whatever form and the past giving us an identity. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Because when we're in the now, we're just what we are. So I, um, I hope that if you have a chance to, that you would pick up this little book. Uh, it's small. Uh, it's, it's, called Practicing the Power of Now. And again, it's Eckhart Tolle, who I talk about a lot here, and I use a lot of his quotes because he just has an ability to cut through all of the crap. (laughs) He's able to just, uh, he has great focus and is able to get right down to the now. And I know for my own healing and my own ability to ease my suffering from uh, anxiety and panic and that feeling of of impending doom, always looking, scanning the, the horizon, thinking in the future. Um, these were, these concepts were very helpful to me. And I go back to them all the time when I'm looking for material to talk about with clients and to discuss with you guys here on the podcast. So I encourage you to do your reading. Um, and when you read one book, it'll lead you to other ones. I, you know, I expect that you are finding all kinds of great new things too. Every day there's new books being written on anxiety, panic, and um, the culture that we live in, and because it's got it's running rampant. But some of these older thoughts, uh, and not that Eckert's thought is old, but it's based in a very basic, traditional kind of being present. And isn't that what all of the great teachers taught was to be present, to be in the moment? Let's read on a little bit more. Eckert goes on to say. 
The more you are focused on time, past, and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. Why is it the most precious thing? Firstly, because it is the only thing. It's all there is. The eternal present is the space within which you live your whole life. The one factor that remains constant. Life is now. There was never a time when your life was not now, nor will there ever be. Secondly, the now is the only point that can take you beyond the limited confines of the mind. It is your only point of access into the timeless and formless realm of being. Have you ever experienced, done, thought, or felt anything outside the now? Do you think that you ever will? Is it possible for anything to happen or be outside the now? The answer is obvious. It is no. Nothing ever happened in the past. It happened in the now. Nothing will ever happen in the future. It happened in the now. The essence of what I am saying here cannot be understood by the mind. The moment you grasp it, there is a shift in consciousness from mind to being, from time to presence. Suddenly, everything feels alive, radiates energy, emanates being. I'm really grateful to uh, Eckhart Tolle's writings and his, uh, he has lots of audios and videos, but I'm very grateful to his teachings because I think it speaks to us in this today's day and age. Like I said, great teachers of all uh, religions and philosophies have spoken on this very same subject, but Eckhart puts it in words and teachings that are really relevant today. And I hope that it's helpful to you. I hope that you can pick up little bits and pieces of his work or others that are really speaking to you of being able to be present. I know, like I said for myself, it was my ability to pull myself back into myself and not being out into the future, Um, always looking for the problem, um, always looking to where I could help and be in control or not let things happen, Uh, always looking to, to take care of things. And it was always... And in that way, I was, I was missing something now, right? I was missing what was happening. Now that we're always planning, we make goals even, we have uh, things we want to accomplish, we make reservations for vacations in the future, but we do all that when we are focused and in the now. We know what we're doing. We don't do that when we're anxious. When we're anxious and we're in anxiety panic, We are way out in the future. We are out of our body sometimes. We are just scanning and looking. We want to be able to try to control things and direct them. And it's not possible. And in that way, we not only miss the present moment, but we aren't happy. We've missed happiness. We've missed a calmness. We've missed peace. And so let's pull it back in. Let's all practice that this week or 
in, in your everyday life by taking just those 10 or 20 minutes a day, once or twice a day. Start really small. Start with three minutes. In our group coaching call this week, we we had the bell and then we were silent together for three minutes. Take three minutes. Go to Insight Meditation Timer and and just set set yourself a preset for one bell to start and three bells to end and have it be for three minutes. Little small breaks like that where we are concentrated and focused on the now by being with what is, which is the breath moving in and out of our nose. And just being present with that allows everything else to settle down, to let the glitter in the snow globe return to the bottom. And we can see clearly what's going on in there. And we don't have to go off and uh, move to India and go in a quiet mountain and be alone. We don't need to do that. We need to do it for little pieces of time during our daily life. You will be amazed at the changes that that can make in your anxiety panic to be present, to be in the now, to not be guilty or hard on yourself for the past or to be worried and anxious about what could possibly happen in the future. Just find that time to bring it in little bits and pieces, and you'll, you'll find it expanding out into your entire daily life. I hope this has been helpful for you today. I hope that you will find some time to feel some peace today. And now for today's quote. Stay present. Stay conscious. Be the ever-alert guardian of your inner space. And that's Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.